welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. I'm Nathaniel Schacht. Mm-hmm. What's up today? What's, what's up going today? On? Yeah, um, what, yeah, what's what's been going on? What's happening? What's any, happening? <laughs> any guesses of what I've been doing? I'm doing the same thing every single week. I'm going to assume something to do with DIY, maybe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. You're good. Thank I you, am DIYing. Oh. Hey, if that's what you like to do, keep it up. Yeah, and just as we're talking here, I just got another DIY in my mind. I can hardly see her looking across the table here because there's like stacks of fake flowers and <laughs> bags of things that she just brought home from I don't know where everywhere Speaking of oh, cupboard a stores. lot of do- Dollarama Dollarama okay Dollarama is a good one yeah every time I try to go to the Goodwill store there's a long lineup outside they're only allowing 10 people in the store at once and so the lineup is so long it's like an hour wait to get into the Goodwill store. And it closes at 2.30 in the afternoon, which is really interesting. So if you don't line up by what? noon, yeah, if you don't line up by noon, you can't even get in the door. Yeah, the other day I finally got to third person in line and then they poked their head out. We're <laughs> Say, closing bye. in five minutes. <laughs> we have to go. <sighs> but it takes a special person to be the kind of person that will stand in a line for two and a half hours I to get in. Do it. Well, to get into a... A, a bargain, what is it called? Goodwill, you know, like a thrift well, a, store. A, a thrift, thrift store. store, thank you. But yeah. to get into a thrift store, like, I I just don't see in any way would I stand outside for two and a half hours for to go into a thrift store. You know what's really bothering me, me about personally. this? Me I, I, I just keep, every time I drive away, I'm thinking, someone else is buying my bargains. Someone else is in there. Or if I'm standing in line, I start to panic. And I'm thinking someone else is buying all the stuff before I get in there. Like, there's only so much good stuff in the thrift store. See, there's a lot of psychiatrists that are probably listening right now going, (gasps) that means something. Uh Uh-oh. You got a bad case of FOMO. (laughs) What is FOMO? Fear of uh, of missing out. Fear of missing out. Yes. Yeah. Did you just make uh, that up? FOMO is a huge term. It's, oh, see. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Yeah, FOMO is... I see. I hear everybody use that term. Okay, I'm, I'm over 30, so sometimes you have to explain these things. I've got... Brendan f- uses that a lot. I have Does he really? Foam That's what a lot of people complain or uh, kind of use it with the stock market, using people have FOMO and they oh. start investing. Okay, well, that makes sense. So you know yeah. what foam dad is? I got foam dad. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds very <laughs> Steinbeck, foam dad. <laughs> I got filmed that from the thrift store. It is fear of missing <laughs> deals at the thrift store. That's a, that's oh. a mouthful. No, that's not even <laughs> not even close. <laughs> fear of missing out. Yes, this what. Uh, yeah, because I'm like I can't get in there. I can't. Yeah. By the time I get in at like two o'clock, every all the good stuffs. It's like arriving late at a yard just, sale. Just do this to yourself and just tell yourself there is nothing good in there. And then you can drive away and and enjoy the rest of your day. You know what I wanted there today? I want, I want... A bobble. I'm making something and I want really awesome feet on the bottom of this tray I'm making. I want the feet to look like... Duck feet? Like the ends of curtain, you know, curtain rods. (laughs) You got those beautiful like tapered balls at the end of curtain rods. I want like four of those. Or... If if I could find beautiful knobs for um, for uh, like a little cabinet knobs, 
But I went to the store. There's like nothing there. They were all kind of ugly. I thought, okay, well, I'll just go look at the thrift store. No, think again. Can't get in. Our designs are so different. Like for me, if I was making anything, it would be so modernized. The feet would just be like little rubber pads. Yeah. I wouldn't want it to look cool at all. It would just be very minimalistic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I want it to look like Christmas ornaments underneath the tray. Like, bam, just raise that tray up. Give me some baubles under there. You know, speaking (laughs) of DIY, I have uh, recently, a friend of mine is uh, making me a little something out of of wood. Hmm. Do you know what it is? I do know what it is. What? It's a protective case for one of my keyboards. So I could keep it in my room somewhere where it's not just like on the floor. (laughs) Why would your keyboard be on the floor anyway? Because I never really have anywhere to put it. Do you mean like a closet? You mean music MIDI keyboard? Key, yeah, mid, like a piano. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds like a major undertaking. He's making this out of wood? It's a small a little keyboard. It's it's only 20-something like keys wide. Okay. Yeah. Is so this the same small. guy that makes cabinets? Yes. Yeah. So oh, uh, talented yeah, he guy. He wanted a little project, so he's going to make me a little case out of uh, black walnut, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Nice piece of wood. Are you paying for the wood? The wood is not that expensive for this for this thing. I think it's like $30, $35. Oh, okay. For a big of black okay, walnut, good. surprisingly. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. Hmm. He just wanted a project, so I told him, hey, make me this. Make me this. <laughs> nothing's, nice. Nothing's too big. Over. I just need a black walnut case for my keyboard (laughs) (laughs) he he made the wood choice yeah i just asked him to make out of whatever you got and he texted me today and said hey i got some black walnut sounds like something you're gonna be stubbing your toe on every day uh it's on a shelf it's gonna be on a shelf it's just a way so i can keep all my cords and stuff together you said it was gonna be on the floor didn't did he not say that he said it's on the floor it is on the floor now it's gonna be on a shelf in a case where i can keep all the cables and all the little is this going to be a case with it. or just a, a cover? You ever seen like, um, like, like a, a real high end, <laughs> like a high end backgammon case? It's like a yeah. little suitcase that flips open, and you're, there's your keyboard. With I, your d- I don't need it. Like it's not a necessity to have it, but it, I think it'd look nice. It would just kind of clean That'd be it pretty up. Cool. Yeah, mm. and it'd be cool to have something. Sure. Like made by him, so that'd be cool. That would. be I cool. almost asked him to make me a shelf, and then realized that was going to be like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> worth of wood yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you made like a full black walnut shelf that would have been a little expensive oh man yeah you know what yeah. i like or that dad bookcase. makes he makes those shelves out of um piping you make shelves out of piping I what would you, what would you call that kind of like mm. um what's the word for like, that it's it's, it's not like called rustic shabby steampunk chic. steampunk steampunk yeah. is the word mm-hmm. yeah he makes them out of like piping and stuff oh love those shelves you can buy them too, but yours look better. I've started doing this uh, this weird because you you got your DIY thing, right? Yeah. I got my uh, collecting thing. Oh, where what I collect, are you collecting? I want to, and I've kind of done it, but I collect just very bizarre instruments, and I use them all. Oh. But Ooh. I have a bunch on my shelf here. Like, remember that uh, pocket operator thing you guys bought me a long time ago? Yes. It was the calculator that was like a synth. Mm-hmm. They have a ton of those, and those are like kind of unique synths that I always love to use. So okay. collecting those kind of weird, obscure What about the instrument we got Brendan for Christmas? The, the accordion? Yeah. Do you have that <laughs> on your shelf? 
Maybe. Oh, did he let you put that on there? Yeah. <laughs> in other oh, words, I love that. In other words, Nathaniel got up one morning and he saw it at the top of the garbage and he thought, ah, that'll look good in my room. <laughs> uh, Give me a I few more bars. Having... Give us Honest, a few bars. It is, it's loud. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. To, but yeah, just give me one. It's, I closed it up already. Oh, uh, okay. But you have to be able to speak French if you're going to play that thing. <laughs> or do that. <laughs> no, you can't do that. I'm French. I can do that. <laughs> so um, my favorite is the bagpipes. And I think I mentioned that last year, but... <gasps> Just love the bagpipes. I cannot get enough I don't bagpipes. Think, I don't think I could have bagpipes here. No. <laughs> They're a little no. loud. No, they'd be louder than those motorcycles that go by your window. You know what you yeah. remind me of with that? What do you call it again? Accordion? Yeah. Very you remind style. me of John Candy. Yeah, in that Home Alone. Yes. The, polka, yeah. the polka van that they were driving in. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you sound like when well, you're playing that thing. But just those bizarre instruments are so fun to collect and actually try to use them with music. It's mm-hmm. very fun. Oh, that's cool. Oh. What yeah. were one of the uh, songs that John Candy uh, did with Ooh. his polka band? I, I would have no, no idea. idea. Are you kidding me? Do you know it? Yeah. What? You don't remember what he says? Because he's, he's talking to it, Catherine O'Hara? Vague memories of that. Song. And he's, well, I remember and some he's of listing stuff. off a bunch of the songs, and and she's like blank face, like no, I've never heard of this. Okay, well, what is the song? He, you got to do the action. He goes, poka, poka, poka. Just like the stupidest thing. Just... His name was Gus Polinski, the yes, poka king. The poka king. Well, Wait, now Nathaniel, poka... you could be the poka king. Was that the? Of... Was that? A, was that supposed to be like the actual poka king? Is there no, an that was uh, Yankovic. Because um, there is a real Frankie, polka king. Frankie Yankovic. I don't know. Weird Al's dad. That's Plinky. I have never have heard of ever the seen, polka king. You ever seen the biopic, The Polka King? No. The uh, the guy who was like a polka star, but he actually started a Ponzi scheme. And once he learned it was illegal, he just kept it going. <gasps> is Jack Black in oh. it? He is, yeah. I've I'm looking at the I, cover. Okay. Yeah, I think I did see that. I've actually. never heard a, of this. That was a weirdly enjoyable movie. Yeah. Oh. But okay, w- wait a minute though. Wasn't Frankie Yankovic? Wasn't he known as the Polka King? Probably afterwards. I mean, this guy was probably not actually the. This Polka one King. is Jan Luan, a Polish immigrant who came to the United States. That's the Polka King. Jan Luan. Hmm. No, I'm just looking. At, I don't know. I've never heard of this before. It's a good movie. Hmm. I like Gus Polinski. I like that name. Good enough yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's you now. You're the new Polka King. I don't that's probably play too what much they, Polka. That's not what your neighbors are saying? Okay, hang on a second. No. Newsflash here. Frankie what? Yankovic was known as America's Polka King. There you got Ooh. it. Oh, okay. Yep. And All who's right. that? That's Weird Al's dad. No. Yeah. How do you think Frankie Weird Al Yankovic. learned how to play the, the accordion? I did know he did know how to play the accordion. I don't know what he knows how to play. <laughs> he plays the accordion and all of his stuff. Does he really? <laughs> yeah. He likes the accordion, yeah. Yeah, he does. I would not know that. Wait. <laughs> did I see... I might have seen Weird Al once? No, I didn't. Maybe? You'd did remember. Maddie, I think Maddie might have said, hey, is that the Weird Al is in the car there? I don't know. <laughs> 
July. No, when we were in LA. <laughs> oh. I don't well, know. Everyone's I just in LA. saw it. Maybe I had saw a picture of someone saying that online. It could be. Right. But yeah. So yeah, if you guys ever want to get me any weird gifts, that's a good one. They're like twenty bucks to find these things. What? Okay. Just very bizarre instruments. Oh, any bizarre instruments. Okay, well, guess yeah. whose birthday's coming up? Woo-hoo! Guess whose birthday is next yeah. in line? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. We got to do a birthday episode for me. We did one for you. Did we we do don't do it. Yeah, we had a birthday extravaganza for you last year. Oh, I thought that. Was it already a year? Wait, now? or was it the year before? Yeah, it was, it was on last your birthday, year. so whatever. Yeah, we for that long. We had a giveaway. That's right. We're we going to have did. another giveaway. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe we'll have a more simplified giveaway. That sure. was hey. a lot of work, putting that giveaway yeah, that was together. A, that was a big deal. Yeah. That's right. That was a fun anyway. giveaway. Yeah. yeah. It was good. If you could have something, you were like, say money wasn't... What do you call it? Money's not an issue. Right. Okay. And you could give somebody something. What would you give them for a giveaway? Um, Think about money. this one, Michael. I'd give them a billion dollars. No, come on. <laughs> Think of something. It's not an issue. Come on. <laughs> now, now the rules are coming, so hang on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something they could use and it wouldn't be a burden on them. Something that would be a nice giveaway. Like, you're not going to be like, hey, we're giving away a billion dollars or something If I like give that. them, like, a car, then they got to make payments on that car. So that's just a chore I'm giving them. Why? Oh, the auto pack. The insurance and everything. Yeah, yeah. the insurance. Okay. Hmm. What about an all-expenses-paid Christian cruise? My... <laughs> What is He's laughing at cruise. my face. You don't know what a Christian cruise is. Is a like? Christian cruise a thing? Yeah, a Christian yes, cruise is when they a have Christian a cruise. cruise ship and they just uh, and they tape emergency tape over top of the casino doors. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and they call it a Christian cruise. No, they I'm have speakers and they have yeah, music and everything. Um, oh, you mean like yeah, they have musicians. Present? Oh, okay, I thought you meant speakers as in just this like speakers that play audio. <laughs> okay, here's oh, that's how that's exciting. This is how bad I <laughs> am. Okay, speakers. <laughs> I went on a Christian music cruise with Bonnie and Jerry once, my sister and her husband, years ago, and they had all these like Christian bands on the cruise. I had no idea who they were, no clue. And then I went through the autograph thing because Bonnie wanted to get autographs, and I got all these people to sign my my book and I was just like I never even went to watch any of the um use any of the the concerts I'm just like not that into music that I would know who anyone is no I just like right. whatever if it sounds good I'll listen to it like Frankie Yankovic that's <laughs> no. right but like I'm not like if I got free tickets to a concert it's very unlikely that I would go I'd be like, well, I don't want to go. I'm just going to, if I like the song, I'll listen on the radio. I don't, I'm going to fall asleep if I have to sit through a whole concert. It's so <laughs> we, boring. We're I don't, I don't are kind go. of the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. You guys we're, like that kind of I thing. I mean, remember we went to that shanty band and we didn't even know who they it were. Was, we didn't even know their name great. when we were buying the tickets. It was fantastic. I still yeah. don't even remember their name. Yeah. But I loved it. It's that called uh, so Lenef. Yeah. 
That was yeah. one of the greatest musical experiences I've had, like watching a performance like that. It was it was um, bizarre. It was in a small venue, but a I really nice, it. yeah, it was a great yeah. venue. There was maybe three hundred people there only, and yeah. um, and you could talk to the musicians laughter, and oh, you know was, they yeah, just came nice. out and just mingled with the whole crowd. You know, it really felt like family. It was really a weird, yeah, just a weird I thing. But did, yeah. Yeah, but so talented. Oh, they were talented. Absolutely. Who did we see yeah. in concert? Because I know I slept. I literally slept through Gordon Lightfoot's concert. It was yes, just you so did. good. <laughs> He's good. I mean, I like him. But did we go see James? What's his name too? James. Oh, I Dean. listened. No. <laughs> I, he reminds me of Gordon Lightfoot. Michael, pay attention. What's his name? James something. James no, we didn't see anybody. Uh, James, Taylor? Car- James Taylor. James no, Taylor. We, we didn't, didn't see him. No, no, no. Okay, Wasn't going to James so. Taylor. No. no, no. So just the Bruce Gordon Coburn. Lightfoot. You went to Bruce Coburn. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Probably slept through that too. <laughs> I just I have a really hard time sitting for a long time just watching some. You know when we go to movies and I'm always heading out to the bathroom. It's half the time. It's just because I'm bored, silly. I'm just like, half the time I have to go to the bathroom, the other time I'm just like, you know what, I got to get up and move my legs. I cannot sit still for a long time like that. I have trouble sitting still in church too. I just make an excuse like I got to go to the bathroom. And then I walk around and yeah, I just get so, can't sit still for an hour and a half like that. Oh, no. (laughs) You can, Nathaniel? Sit through a movie? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. You do, eh? <laughs> I do all you the time. You guys all sit through, not me. Do we sit through our movies here all the time, too? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I, I, could, I have no problem doing that. Depending on the band, I would definitely go to, like, very, very long concerts. Like, if, say, the band Fleet Foxes did a concert here, and it was, mm-hmm. like, eight hours long or something kind of weird like that, I would absolutely sit through the whole thing. Sure. Do you know what? We used to have this like radio station. We still have the same radio station in Winnipeg. But when I was homeschooling, I am the king of riddles. Queen. I am the queen of riddles. (laughs) Like you asked me for a riddle and like seconds later I got the riddle. I got the answer to the riddle. I was so good. So every day. Oh, yeah. I wonder if I'm still great at it. And the rest of the lesson for tonight is on humility. (laughs) So they would have, every day they had riddle of the day at like 2 p.m. or something like that. And I was homeschooling. So every day, as soon as that time came, time for the riddle of the day, um, Brendan would get up and dial the phone and I would would listen. And as soon as we got it, I'd be like, I got it. And so they changed at first. They were they didn't have a rule in that only one household could win per month, but we were winning like every couple of days we would win. We would get in right away and we won concert tickets and we won books. We won all kinds of Christian stuff. It was amazing. So I remember Brendan went to a concert with our babysitter because he was, I think he was 11 and she was, 14 or something so i said well why don't you go with the babysitter because i'm just not a concert person yeah so that's why he went to the concert i think it was the newsboys we got it was newsboys yeah. newsboys yeah you don't know them uh, i do know the newsboys was it the newsboys dad i have no idea 
Okay. Yeah. They're Christian, right? See, yep. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> I do not know any, I do not know bands. Like, I'm terrible at it. Can I give you one riddle from a website that's called Riddles for Kids? Yeah. <laughs> if you can't oh, get this, this no, why, why did you go to riddles for kids? I used to kids? be so good at riddles, and now I'm, now I'm afraid I'm going to fail. Uh, okay, go these ahead. These are easy, but also kind of deceiving. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, okay, ready? Yep. Forwards, I am heavy. Backward, I am not. What am I? Forwards, I am a heavy. <laughs> I I don't I see the answer and I don't even get it. <laughs> Backward, I am not. Um. Forward, I am heavy. Back forward, yeah. Forward, I am heavy. Forward, I am heavy. Backward, I am not. I. That's a lot of really dead oh. airspace. What? Does it not even make sense to you? It's so hard. Okay, tell us. What is that one? That's <laughs> kind of easy. The answer is ton. <gasps> oh, I was Four thinking words. of the word. I was trying. I was thinking forward. I was going D R O. Yeah. yeah, forwards uh, I am heavy, backwards That is, that's actually easy. That is, that's embarrassing. No, that wasn't. Okay, I'll tell you one of the ones that I got on the radio station, I remember. They said, what is one thing you can never say to your friend at the airport? Bam, got bomb. it, call. Oh. What is it? No, not bomb, what is it? <laughs> one thing you can never say to your friend at the airport. Do you know that? Hi, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, there's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things you can't say to your friend. <laughs> That's kind of what's deceiving about riddles, because there's tons of answers, but they just want their one specific one. That's right. That it's, makes, it makes it, it almost impossible. Yeah. yeah. Like usually uh, when well, usually when they say forward I'm heavy, backward I'm not. It is a word, but it just didn't get to that part. Like I was this thinking riddle. the word forward backward. This riddle, uh, what is yours, but others use it more than you. That could be so many things. I know. Things. That would be your name. That is your name, yeah. Yeah. Give me one more. Oh, uh, she's addicted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. What's, what's, uh, uh, these are, these are ones I've heard before. You might have heard these before. Okay, hopefully. What can be as big as an <laughs> elephant, but weighs nothing? As big as an elephant. But weighs nothing. As big as an elephant, but weighs nothing. That's right. It's a uh, question for the ages. What is as big as? Well, it can be elephant? so many things. No, it could be Come a hot on. air balloon. No. no, sure could. Yeah, hot air balloons <laughs> that... are heavy. As big as an elephant, but weighs nothing. It weighs nothing. Like you can put yeah, this on a scale, balloons. and it would weigh nothing. Air. And so how is the hot air balloon air? Not, not factor into that? Because if you put a hot air balloon on oh, a scale, I feel it's like I'm not. See, I used to be not way better floating. at these. Okay, tell us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as big as an elephant. I don't know. It's shadow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, oh, see, I should have got that. I have lost right. it. 
I have lost it. It seems like all riddles have the same answer. I know for like (laughs) a fact, now that I'm old, I'm not as sharp thinking as I used to be. It's just every, every time when you give birth, every time a baby comes out, it takes a handful of brain cells out with it. Just a little handful of brain cells. Out it goes. Boom. Another handful of brains. So I've had four kids. Little handfuls of brain cells. Handful of brain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's what's been happening. Yeah. Now I'm not, I'm not the riddle queen anymore. Man, so babies are just kind of greedy. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what you guys did with those brain cells, but. Uh, Ah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We created mm. arts. And you did. And football. You did and music. Yeah. So I haven't asked dad yet. What if you had a giveaway, what would what would you give away? It what would have to be something useful for people. Like, if it I would I don't always, think it does. No? I think it has like to be a the monkey. What's the point? You know, giveaways are never useful though. They have to. What? Come Why on. not? They're always well, like, "Here, I got on. you. Uh, here's a giveaway of like a watermelon or something." So I, oh <laughs> yeah, you, you might want it, be... but it's not okay. useful. Mm-hmm. But if money's no no object, it's gotta why be would you glamorous. just stick to watermelon? Uh, watermelon's stick to what? Good. I don't know. What? No. But why would you choose? Yeah, I don't know. Watermelon's I, I, I think I would. These days, I would buy somebody a house. But oh. then they have to make payments on that house, though. No, no. They got to live somewhere. Well, it would the, be the most sensible thing. Yeah. Like, say <sighs> say you found yourself suddenly, oh, I found this treasure in my backyard. And then you had to buy your parents something nice. Most people, I think, would buy them a house. That would be the thing. That's what people do. I they would... say, I'm going to buy my parents a new house. Yeah. I would, uh, I'd give people a choice. Depending on what they're into. So if hmm. somebody's into, say, astronomy, I'd say, hey, I'll pay for you to get launched up into space and orbit the Earth for a while. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just give them a choice. Because uh-huh. not everyone would want to do that, but some Can people you would. imagine if you gave me and Dad a choice, okay? You're like, I'll buy you a new house. Right. Or I will launch you up into <laughs> space. And he chose the launch into space. I choose the then- launch? And then comes to tell me that he's getting launched up to space and we could have had a new house. I would not blame him. I think that's a once in a lifetime (laughs) opportunity that very few people get to experience. Just for the record, I would never do that. No, you wouldn't launch. Bad choice. That is a terrible choice. I would not. not This is historical. Even if it was free, I would not want to be launched up to space. Uh, You're wrong. They're like, Oh, hey, this is free. Come on. We're going to launch you in space tonight. The difference no, here thanks. is that you're not yet 20. If I was told and I was going to ever, I was just going to die. It was a one-way trip into space. I would do it. That's mm. how I'd go out. That okay. is like one of those things, I think, where I think a lot of people would love to do this, but I would not love to do it. That would be what? launching into space, <laughs> really? going into space. Like, no, thank you. I feel like that is like, that would be like the best thing I could accomplish with my life. Hmm. That is really? the top of the list of things I could possibly do. Okay. Why? That's interesting. You go be a missionary? Space. 
Would you go be a missionary on other planets or something? What do you? I could, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Travel the cosmos, be a missionary. Can you imagine, eh? Just like a missions trip. Uh, nobody's here. <laughs> Next planet. <laughs> oh, that'd Just be Just to orbit amazing. the Earth for like a few hours would be And then amazing. you would feel like I've done it all. I would take that over a house. Okay, okay, now, wow. in the same vein as what we're talking about right here, I just thought I'd throw something out to you, just to see if you knew this. So, um, did you know that when Star Wars, because we're talking about the cosmos, right? Mm-hmm. When Star Wars was created, did you know that um, the creator George Lucas, the creator of Star Wars, George Lucas, he borrowed a lot of the movie from um, Greek, from biblical Greek. And so... If you look at um, like a, a Padawan, you know, the was the, I guess, the young student, right? Yeah. Um, but in Greek, that is an infant. And so it, like it's pa- Are you saying he got a lot of it from the Greek language? From the Greek language for, through the Bible. So it's, it's really funny that if you read, uh, and I was just going to read something here quickly, but Yoda actually is um is just greek it's just he he speaks in the way that it would be greek so the way that it places the words all out of order is exactly how yoda speaks and that's where he got it from yeah wouldn't that just be like hellenistic greek is that what it's called what i don't know i don't know is it called hellenistic greek i always are you asking me yeah, she's asking you. Well, you're the Greek. Uh, I'm scholar. the Greek expert here. Well, yeah. you know, everything in space is named after Greek. Well, not everything, but no. some things. A couple <laughs> okay. things. Mm. Okay, so I think that's the ancient Greek, but it really wouldn't have anything to do with biblical Greek, would it? Wouldn't it just be more like ancient Greek? Well, no. I mean, the Bible is the is the source where mo- like all, all the New Testament is written in Greek, right? And mm-hmm. so, um, so it's just so readily available. So the idea, that's where it came from. It was from Greek because it misplaces words and that's how they created the whole Yoda speak. That is fun. Yeah. So that's just, yeah. Just one of we those did, well, um, when I was homeschooling Brendan, we did one of our topics was when we weren't calling into the radio station, we were studying Hellenistic Greek and Brendan was really good at it. And I was terrible at it. And I was supposed to be teaching him. And so we get this book on Hellenistic Greek and we start reading the first chapter and it's way over my head. And then Brennan starts going, oh, no, no, mom, that makes sense. Because look at this, look at this, look at this. And he knew what it was all about, but I had no clue. I don't know if he knows any Greek now or not, but every day we try to like go through a chapter of this Hellenistic Greek book and it was just like way over our heads. <laughs> But one time I started learning Hebrew. It was the same year that I was learning guitar. I actually was learning guitar and learned to play a song. And then, um, and then I got morning sickness. I got really sick and I just kind of didn't want to do anything. I kind of gave up my hobbies and I stopped learning my biblical Hebrew and, and the, uh, guitar playing at the same time. That was a bit of a bummer. (laughs) All right. Yeah, see, now that could have been a total career change. That could have been. Yeah. Instead what? of Time Warp Wife, you could have been traveling on the road playing Hebrew songs with your guitar. I could have been Eber Wife. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, could still, you could still do that. There's, there's always time for that. That's true. Well, there's not much time, be but the there's polka? still time. Could I be the polka queen wife, maybe? Just get myself a van, 
the polka queen. I don't know. Alone. Alone, yes. (laughs) The one woman show. What if this is, we might be onto something, guys. No, we're not. What if the title hasn't been taken yet? Of polka queen? I could be, I could be it. I would say there's probably a good chance of that. You know what I would like to be then? The bagpipe queen. Why? I feel like that is definitely a thing. What, the bagpipe queen? Yeah, I don't bagpipe know. is such a cultural instrument that somebody mm-hmm. wants to be the bagpipe queen. Do you think, do you know anyone that loves bagpipes as much as me? Yeah. Pretty who? much anybody People in the who play forces. it. <laughs> well, yeah, they must love it more because I've, yeah. I've never learned to play. I don't know, like, buy me a bagpipe for Christmas or something, I'll play it. <laughs> No. You can hear <laughs> yes. those from like different neighborhoods. They're loud. Yeah, from a block or two away. I know. Yeah. Where do you go to play this? You don't. Go to you Madison's go, You go house. to the mountains. She lives on 10 acres. Just go sit there and, yeah, just go into the mountains. Take me to Banff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be honestly. Great. I remember I had this picture of you guys playing your instruments in the backseat of the car when I was driving, and then when I stopped at a at the stop sign or something, I took a picture of you guys. You had your, what instruments did you guys play? I don't know. You had like your horns out or something. And you oh, guys were trombone. playing. Oh, the trombone. Trombone? You had the trombone or the tuba, not a tuba. I was a tuba What did you guy. have? You were the okay, tuba guy. Okay, Maddie That's had right. her trombone. I, I think you guys were yeah. blowing your instruments in the back of the car. In the car. Yeah, it was oh, pretty funny. Oh, was loud. Oh, well, sure, they wanted to kind of bug me, hey, while I'm driving. Yeah, that'll do which, it. Which I thought was that very hilarious. That would give hilarious. me such a bad headache. No kidding. <laughs> wow. You know what I miss? When you lived at home and you and I would just go cruising and we would play whatever songs, like Sons and Daughters, that was one. Who's that by? Sons and Daughters uh, The by? Decemberists. Decemberists. Okay. Fantastic and we also band. played the bagpipes sometime. We would just drive down a country road, playing the bagpipes, driving our convertible. Yeah. Oh, that was so much fun. I miss, I really miss cruising a lot now that you guys moved out. That used yeah. to be our thing. Now I just cruise by myself. I miss the, the nature setting of where we always were. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you don't miss the good times with me? No. Just the nature setting. I miss the the nature nature setting setting. during those good times, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But it doesn't seem like you hardly enjoyed the nature setting at all. I took it for granted because it was like, oh, this is just it, you know? It's there every day. And then you get here and you're living on a road. (laughs) It's like like, nobody would have a backyard fire with me all the time. I was like, I I I just want a backyard fire. I totally regret that. Yeah. Oh, if, if we if had a I, fire I just pit here. At it. Oh. See the the reason why nobody wanted to have a fire with you is you're a very well-known firebug. And I'll never forget the time I came home from work one day and I came around the corner in the car and I see this flame coming up from the backyard. Those flames were pretty high. It was like 20 feet high of flames. And I pulled the car in really I'd quickly and ran in. i myself every five minutes. And you're burning sheets of plywood, or not sheets of plywood, sheets of paneling that wasn't even wood. It was like plastic. And it was like this dense, acrid smoke, you know, everywhere. And it was so bad. She was about 10 or 15 feet away from the house, but she rippled the siding on the house from the heat. That's how much heat this thing threw. And it rippled it like 10 feet up the house. It was, oh, it was unbelievable. 
Yeah, she wow. could have easily burned the house down. What really worried me is when I threw some of those, you know those, are they called quarter rounds or corner rounds? I think they're called quarter, yeah, quarter, quarter rounds. Yeah, but they were plastic. They weren't But I wood. didn't know. They looked like they were wood. And we had a bunch. <laughs> but I mean, come on. We, we they had, were extremely, it was like jet fuel. Here's, here's my defense to this. Here's my so defense. So toxic. Oh, no we were kidding. renovating our house. <laughs> and this styrofoam. <laughs> this pile of junk was sitting beside our steps with nails in it, shards of wood, all this junk just sitting there. And it's like summertime now. The kids can't even play outside. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to burn all this in our fire pit. And when I threw the corner rounds in, that really scared me. Because I took a breath of the smoke and it was like a chemical just boom right in my face it was pure i didn't know that i thought it i thought it was wood but that was the only part i thought was bad the rest of it was like good thing you didn't do that like shards of the house like the house fire pit or the fireplace we had inside oh yeah that would have been pretty bad in our last house would that kick fireplace would that kick up a chimney pretty bad oh yeah yeah Oh, yeah. do, you, do you remember we had a little bird in there? He came yep. one day and he was peeking out of the glass. He got into the fireplace and that freaked me out. I could hear him just moving around in there. We've had a bird Can. around for a month now. Aw. He's pretty well uh, he fed. Gets he got out. in pretty there. Pretty well fed bird. Yeah, every every night when the store's about to open, we hear him chirping and everyone cheers. <laughs> it's, it's a very bizarre situation. <laughs> But uh, every now and then I'll see him just like fly down and sit in the middle of my aisle for a while. Just hop around. Does he just wake up? Is that why he's waking up in yeah. the morning yeah, and he's, so he starts he's awake. chirping? Yeah. Is he eating like pecking holes in the food and eating everything? No, surprisingly not. I think he's just like finding stuff under the shelves and things like that. Oh. Okay. I remember about 10 or 15 years ago, the store that you work at was um do you remember they had they were on the news and some people were finding like rat droppings in the store behind the cereals and stuff do you remember that michael no i don't yeah and they were showing this lady she's like there's rat droppings but she used a different word and they were like on the news and it was really embarrassing i would be surprised for most grocery stores to not have any rats I haven't seen any at Superstore, but thinking about it, like that just seems like it'd be a given. Yeah, if you have that much food somewhere. You have a huge, like, unsealed <laughs> grocery store. But, it, but it's extremely clean. Probably though, right? be careful when you're you're talking about something like this that you're not actually naming the store that you work at. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm beeping that out. <laughs> I'm not saying it has rats. Right, you said I'm saying I it think doesn't... every store has rats. Well, then you are. <laughs> it does. I'm definitely beeping the name out that you gave. Nah, okay, right, so right. so let's so start your sentence again without saying without saying the name. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, every store has rats. <laughs> you Not think mine, every though. store has rats? I think every place has rats except for houses. One time I was in a popular drive-thru, not going to say what company it was. I'm sitting there in the drive-thru, and it was winter time, late at night. And I just see these mice running in and out, in and out. Were you with me in the car that time? Uh, I was like, whoa. Uh-huh. The mice were just running in the back door like crazy. I told the girl at the drive-thru window, I said, there's mice just 
running in your back door, like lots of them. And she said, oh, okay. <laughs> she didn't seem like she like, really cared that much. Do you know how hard <laughs> it would be to keep rats out of a, like a major store though? Well, the thing about your store though that I like is that it is really clean. Like the shelving is all kind of not right down to the ground. True. I think they yeah. plan they they plan for that. Yeah. And it's all the kind of shelving that you can't just scale it if you're a mouse, right? So that's true. I think yeah, I think they they go a long way to uh, to make sure that that you know they minimize any any potential. Well, I'm not that, saying that there's rats eating the any of the food in these stores because I'm sure they mm-hmm. they keep track of that. But I'm saying like yeah. you go into like the back warehouse corner that nobody ever goes into and you see a rat scurry away. Like sure. that wouldn't be. Have surprising. you seen that? I've never seen that. No, but I'm saying I wouldn't Whoa. be surprised seeing that in like a warehouse because I, I just mm-hmm. thought that'd be kind of a given. Yeah, it is that time. Is it that time? It's that time. Ooh, it's always that time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be. I don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> you, you got about ten seconds to practice. I don't even know what I did with the verses. Go ahead. <laughs> He's looking all for right, it. My all phone right, is all on right. the charger, so I'm holding it very awkwardly far away from me. All right. Are you guys ready for this? No, it. We are ready. Do it. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all men most miserable. <laughs> we are of all men most miserable. 1 Corinthians 15:19. 15:19. Get that? All right. Yeah. Want to hear something really cool about 1 Corinthians? Absolutely. Okay. Do you know that in, I think it's 1 Corinthians 15. Hang on a second. I'm just going to go to it as I'm doing this. Right. But that is where the Apostle Paul actually quotes um, a um, uh, a Greek poet. <gasps> or a Greek playwright, I mean. Oh, really? Yeah, a guy named Menander, I think his name is. I'm doing this all from memory. But um, yeah, there's, there's portions in there. He does it twice, actually, where he... Uh, where he quotes, uh, where he quotes somebody else. Um, oh, I'll I'll look for it while you guys you guys can talk back and forth. Oh, so I have to talk <laughs> about the verse. Sure, that's right. We are this this time is going to be me and Nathaniel talking about Uh-oh. it. Oh, I'll be back. All right. So what he's saying there is, if we go back to the verse seventeen, which is two verses before it, it says, "And if Christ be not raised, your faith is in vain. Ye are not." No, sorry, ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all of men most miserable. I had to look it up because I was wondering if he was talking about the um, apostles in particular or if he's talking about Christians in general in that verse. Mm. And I think he's talking about Christians in general, saying that if Jesus didn't, rise from the dead, then our faith is really in vain because that is the hope of our salvation. That's right. And if if our we're not serving a living God, then our religion wouldn't be the same as anyone else's who is serving a God that is just dead. A lot of people are serving uh, people who have lived and died and they have no hope of salvation. But we do because Christ is our first fruits. And that means that he rose from the dead first and that we also too then will rise from the dead. Did you find what you were looking for, Michael? I did. Well, what was the verse though for the uh, verse of the week? 
First Corinthians fifteen nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, so it goes before that. Um, there's a, a portion here where Paul is explaining. He says, uh, "If from human motives I fought with wild beasts at Ephesus, what good is that to me? If the dead are not raised, let's eat and drink, for tomorrow we die." Do not be deceived. And then he says, bad company corrupts good morals. That actually came from an old Greek play that was about 300 years old by the time he he actually used it um, huh. in this. So there's two cases, and I just can't spot where the mm. other one is. I don't know if let's yeah, eat and drink for tomorrow we die. That what might be one that? too. That's verse uh, 33. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, wow. No, it's not. It's not verse 33. <laughs> First Corinthians 15? Yeah. Verse 33? Yeah. Be not deceived. All evil communications corrupt good manners. Yeah. Bad company corrupts good morals is my version. No, but you said let us eat and drink for tomorrow. Oh, that's 32. Oh, this is totally yeah. off the rails. <laughs> this is good. Okay. Keep it going. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> yeah, if the dead are not raised, let's eat and drink for tomorrow we die. I think what he's saying then is... If there is no resurrection of the dead. If there is no dead, God, if there is no resurrection, then none this, of this is, is all true. that we have. So let's enjoy yeah. it. Let's party it up right That's now right. because we have nothing else to look forward to. Right. And that would be a very sad state. But then he answers that. And when he says, do not be deceived, bad company corrupts good morals. He's using a phrase borrowed right from the most worldly, like Greek playwrights, to say that, no, a bad company corrupts good morals. Even these people know that. You know, and so it is true. Christ did, you know, was risen from the dead and, and we do have life in Christ. Mm. So I don't think this life would make any sense at all to me if I didn't have faith. And I think I would be the most depressed person that ever lived if I didn't have faith. Because even this year alone, I'm looking at all the people that I know that have passed away and people even now are sick and dying that we know of that might not, you know, make it another week. And it's just so grim without that hope of salvation. But with the hope of salvation, it's actually a beautiful thing to know that these people are going to someplace better. That, But without that, how... Like there would be no point to this life. I just can't even imagine what that kind of um, mindset would be like because it, it's it's quite depressing. Well, Nathaniel, this this one will be kind of for you. Sure. I was the way that I used to explain this or try to explain this to people was I used to say to them, "Well, okay, without Christianity, just just like you were saying, Dar." Without Christianity, how does anything in the world make sense? Because it, it really does not. You don't have answers for anything floating around on this planet that is just circling the sun all the time, just circling, circling. But nobody knows what's out beyond the galaxy. Like, nobody's visited it. I mean, we can't even visit well, we've the seen planets. it. Well, we not, no, not in the sense that people have actually, you know, stood on Mars yet, like a, a, like a planet, not the moon. I mean, the moon, yes, we've, there's been a few people that have done that. Yeah. But throughout the, throughout the universe, like nobody understands anything about it. They act like they do, which is really kind of comical to me. They'll talk about things like, oh yeah, this black hole is this big and, you know, where, no, it's, and they can kind of forget to tell you up front that this is all just theory that I'm well, going to be talking about now, I, you know? I think we do understand it. 
Oh, to not a even point. close. Well, okay. So, okay. So, if somebody were to say to you, because this used to be a big thing when I was, when I was a teenager, um, there was a lot of people that used to use this phrase: "What is the meaning of life?" And that actually bothered me for a, for the longest time because I didn't know. I didn't. Well, what did it all mean? Like, why? What was the purpose of it? If there is no God, just just like Paul is saying here, then eat and drink for tomorrow we die and there's nothing. You know, you come, you go, big deal. Right. There's nothing, right? But that's not that's not the case at all. And so if we try to look at the universe and try to understand that, you can't. You just can't. And that's why all but of these people... But why does Nathaniel say he thinks that you can't? Yeah, okay. So let's let's back it up and let's... Yeah, do you want to expand on that? Yeah. So... We do understand how generally everything works, but we've kind of always put it into our words, right? So yeah, we can look, we know how, let's say, for example, how everything's orbiting each other. We know because that's <laughs> gravity, right? And we right. know yeah. it's gravity because we named gravity. We, we have discovered gravity. We know it's a thing. So like mm-hmm. we, we understand how everything works, but we put, we make the names for it. We put it all together. So maybe we don't, have a deep understanding but we have enough of an understanding of well there's so there's so much about it though it's like you know mm-hmm. why why is everything structured the way that it is i mean that's just like erosion definite way that's what i mean is that i ev- don't know what that means that's like erosion <laughs> what do you mean structured the way it is I guess I should. Well, I mean, you've got <laughs> galaxies. You've got you've got solar systems that are all clumped together. So you've got all of these planets that are rotating a star. Right. Then you've got all of these these solar systems that are clumped together to create a galaxy. Right. And and it's just it's mind boggling how large these things are. Like the Earth is just it's not even a speck of like a grain of sand on an entire beach. It's like nothing. It's like nothing in comparison. People are talking, well, it's billions and billions and billions of light years. Right. Never mind miles, right? Light years yeah. to go across the universe. And the universe, they say, is is still expanding, you know? And, and it's, just, it's just too much for people, I think, to, to really comprehend. Could it be that we think we understand because of our limited capacity of understanding so if you look back at say 4,000 years ago people wouldn't understand that the earth is orbiting in space they would they would only according to what they know is what they is how they reason how things are yeah no that's so wouldn't okay so when you look at that and how dad said that we don't really understand. I think we only understand in a very, very small, limited part of of what there That's is true. to be understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess the- maybe they thought that God was the one turning on the sun. You know, back then, like if you did not understand astrology at all, astronomy at all, you maybe perhaps you would be thinking, okay, well, God is turning off the lights now, you know, and now the sun is coming 
or you would think, okay, now the moon is coming up. Now the sun is going down, but not knowing that the earth is turning because that is your limited understanding of things. I mean, as like as close as 200 years ago, we still thought everything revolved around the earth. I think it was, or we just didn't understand how. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. Galileo was credited, you know, coming up with all kinds of theories and things, but a lot of that was actually written in the Bible in the book of Job has a lot of things, yeah, you know, that, that weren't rediscovered until Galileo, you know, like people just didn't pay any attention to it. And yet it was written in the Bible and the Bible has some really interesting things to say about it. And, you know, it's, it's really fascinating. I I guess I'm just wondering what's wrong with understanding. I don't think there's anything wrong with understanding. What do you mean? Why why would you say we can't understand it? Like, I think we can understand it, but like, it's almost like you're painting that in a bad I light think, that we did, we try to understand it. Mm, oh, sorry. No, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm saying comparatively. Do you mean it's not possible to understand it? Is that what you mean? Me? No, Michael. Oh, no, 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 no. What I'm, what I'm saying is I was saying that when I was a teenager, the common question was, you know, where are we? Where did we come from? And what's the purpose of, and the meaning of life and all of these things, right? And I'm just saying that none of it really made sense to me because you knew a little bit, but you didn't know much of it. You knew that the planets were orbiting, but you didn't know why. You, you, you know, it, it, it just had this kind of structure, but nobody really understood why the structure was there. And when you open the Bible and when I, when I was acquainted more with, with Scripture, then it all started to make a lot more sense to me. And, it, and it's even... A, a, like a weird thing in in um, in the book of Psalms, says that the heavens declare the glory of God. I mean, it's there to show, um, to just show the greatness of God. That's that's what the universe is there for. So are you so saying the heavens declare? Sorry, are you mm-hmm. saying we don't know, or we know? Like I could say we know generally how everything, whether in theory or fact, I, I can say we have a good understanding of how everything has happened. Right, but. Are you saying we just don't know why everything has happened? Exactly. Christianity answers the question why, which is huge, which is huge. And it actually answers the meaning of life question, which everybody was always struggling to, you know, struggling to get. Because if you're not a believer, if you're not a Christian, you're not going to know what the meaning of life is. And yet that's that elusive question that everybody, I remember going to high school and people talked about it a lot. It was really interesting. And people always used to throw the phrase around, oh, what's the meaning of life, you know? And, but it's only found in Christianity, you know? And, and so once you're reading the Bible, it becomes very clear to you what the meaning of life actually is. And you understand why all of it happens. And it's a much better position. I felt like I was in a much better position afterwards. Like, I didn't really need, maybe that's why I don't need to go to Mars. Like, you're always saying, you know, oh, so many people want to go to Mars. They'd pay a billion dollars to go to Mars. And I'm just going, eh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't be interested if it was a free trip there and back, you know, because it just doesn't, it doesn't have that same draw to me just because, yeah, I just don't feel that it's, it's important. That I don't think Does it's... that make sense? Well, I think the, the I, I, I think we should still be, you know, exploring, right? I would can still. Oh yeah, I mean that's just. I think what a lot of people are afraid to do, uh, with um, taking Christianity as like the the true answer behind life, I think it's just Mm -hmm. afraid that 
you could either read a lot of people will just see it as like okay you got a history book or we have scientists right now who are actively showing me proof or showing me good reasons why i should believe this theory and so i think a lot of people just have the fear of grasping onto the bible and just having faith that it's the truth do you know what i mean yeah well i mean yeah but with the bible though it's 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 more complex than that because at one point when it was written it was prophecy and now to us it's history well to someone who's never you know? read it or doesn't know much about it th- yeah th- what would want they them won't to know get that. into it yeah yeah, they won't know that. But, I mean, look at the book of Revelation. It will talk about something. When it was written, everything was prophecy. And, you know, for for generations that lived afterwards, some of it, you know, more and more of it became history instead of prophecy because it was fulfilled in their time, right? So that's the interesting thing about the Bible is it covers past, present, and future, so it's, yeah, it's a really interesting, it puts you in a really interesting position, I guess, is what I'm saying, is that when you study the Bible, then the whole idea of what's the, what's the universe and what's the purpose and all of that, a lot of it, I feel, is, is answered. I think the more that we learn about astronomy, I'll make sure I get that word right this time, the <laughs> more that we recognize the beauty of God and the power of God and how you know, if we find out that, wow, this this universe goes even further than we ever imagined and further than we ever imagined, that is where we can really witness the glory of God. And I think some people look at it like they think it is selfish of us to think that out of this huge universe, we're the only one little planet that has life on it. So why would that be? And to me, I think about, it's not about us, it's about God. And it's like you said, it's about God displaying his glory. And by making this beautiful universe, it is God's glory on display, which we see paralleled in our life in so many ways. Um, It's just constant, like the, the parallels between nature and between the the heavens themselves uh, really speak to the what we see here on this earth and speak to God himself and and what he is and speak to his power and his potential. Well, it occurred to me, too, that when you were saying that about the heavens declare the glory of God, if somebody is isn't a believer. OK, so say a yeah. non-believer hears you say that they're going to say, well, that sounds like a really proud thing that God would make the universe just so people would say, "Ooh, you know, the heavens declare the glory of God. But that's not it at all, because to a believer seeing the universe and knowing that there's a God that made that, you know, that brings us tremendous comfort, because if he can if 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 he is on such a grand scale as he can build something that nobody understands, you know, he can handle all of our problems without any issues at all. Yeah. So it just brings comfort to a believer. So that's what I'm saying, I guess, is that reading through scripture and getting acquainted with it really changes everything about our our approach to things that we used to have a lot of questions about. Uh, I still don't like using the, the term building something that nobody understands. Because I think that can be deceiving because I I still think if we don't already understand it, it's very possible for us to understand it. Yeah, I see what you mean. I I see what he's meaning now. Yeah, I mean, chipping away at it. But you have to, I guess, yeah. Like people understand the human body. 
Right. So it, it, it doesn't have to, the universe, the universe doesn't have to be a secret when we're studying. Yeah, it. honestly, like, why? Like, we should I, understand I see that. it. I, I think it's, it's nice like, to why understand not? it. Well, the thing, though, well, is... We I understand mean, plants and trees, and why not understand that, too? We understand how the sun comes up and the moon goes but, down. But you go, you go, go to the... Yeah, you go to the Marianas Trench. I don't understand it, but they do. But you go to the Marianas Trench, and there's things living down there that nobody knows about that well, are being discovered right. all the time. We'll never understand it all in our lifetime. But, that, but that's just on this earth. I think God gives us curiosities that are inborn in us. True. And those curiosities are a good thing because they also teach us to be curious about God. And well, that leads us to Him. Well, I guess I'm saying, though, that, that if we can't even understand the planet that we're on, you know, if, I mean, it's going to take, what is it, maybe six, seven years before people get to Mars and then they're going to colonize Mars, and but I, mean, I don't really see the point. Close though, six or seven, seven years. Well, it's, we it's close now. Another planet. Sure, that's insane. But, wow. But but now, wow, put it on that sc- is really close. But put it to scale, right? So you're talking about Mars, the next planet over to us, and it's a huge deal, and it's never been done before. Well, a lot of these planets aren't even inhabitable. People would die the minute you step off yeah. the, the spacecraft onto the surface of these planets. You're, you're done, right. right? So it's not even possible to do that. And so look at, look at on, on the whole scale of even in the solar system, it is a small thing to go to Mars, but huge thing for us, right? Oh, yeah. But it's actually a small thing when you consider the entire universe. It's just, it's But really maybe those things nothing. God has just given to us to enjoy, just like we enjoy the fields and the mountains. Like, people just want to climb a mountain. Right. Because it's mm-hmm. there. Well, I'm not against there, that you know? at all. No, Some people no. just want to go to Mars because it's there, and they want to explore it. And Yep. They want to see everything there is to be seen in this life. I mean, if I lived in the 1600s, I would definitely have been on a tall ship. I would have sailed. That's what I was just going to say. It's like saying, why would you want to go to that that island when we have everything that we have over here? Why would you want to go and see what's on that island? Because there's one after that. Go one to that island other after one. that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But is the, yeah. There's always but something else to look forward to. The island to. after so that I is get- a greater achievement. That's right. It, it's all about achievements and just being interested in it. And I, I get all of I that. I think it has to be about your intentions too, like the Tower of Babel. You know, when, when they had that in the book of Genesis, they were building this tower up to up to the heavens because I think it was because of pride that they wanted to be equal with God and he knocked it down. So I think it also has to be we have to think about what are the reasons that people want to go to space? Is it because they are curious and they want to discover more things? Or could it be that people want to, or is it pride where people are saying, I want to be a God in a sense, or I want to to prove God wrong, you know, then then that would be absolutely wrong. No, I think most of it is either interest or personal achievement. I agree. To be able to look down and agree. say, yeah. I'm part of this, like, this era of humans that are, in, like, accomplishing this incredible feat. Like, it's, and I myself yeah. have accomplished something that I never thought to be possible, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, and I get that, and I'm not against it. Yeah. I'm not against it. I'm just, yeah. It sounds I'm like just... something you say right before the Martian comes out and grabs you. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Famous last words. 
Well, <laughs> here's the here's the last words. We are way over time. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. That's yeah. all right. We were over time last week too, so I think people are getting used to it. Yeah, probably. But or... Nathaniel has to go to work soon. <laughs> mm-hmm, that's true. So. 15 minutes. We, ooh, oh. we got to close this off. Okay. So before we close off, make sure you go to my P31 home. That's our sister site. And we have recipes, do-it-yourself articles. Household tips. Yeah. yeah. Cleaning schedules. Yep. So check that out. Go to timewarpwife.com where you're going to find all of our Bible studies and devotions. And I'm working on another Bible study right now, which is really, really good. Yep. And <laughs> check out Nathaniel Schacht Music. Where is it, Nathaniel? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just type in Nathaniel Schacht Music, and I'm sure that you'll find it online. Probably. So, yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week, and bye-bye. Bye for now.